Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Eat Sleep Podcast. Repeat, my name is Dave Taylor. Thanks for checking us out today as we're going to preview WWE's Night of Champions, which uh, I just looked at the card. We got seven matches. What's going on? Anyways, thanks for uh, checking us out. We are a couple of radio station podcasts uh, from FM 99 and also 106.9 The Fox in uh, Hampton Roads, Virginia, Norfolk, Virginia, Virginia Beach area. And uh, thanks for uh, checking us out. Uh, you can find us uh, many different ways on the Internet, uh, kind of like you've done that right now. Uh, you can find us at FM99.com or 1069thefox.com's website. Go on to the Media tab, and you'll find ESPR, and you can check out our podcast there. Also, all the uh, different podcast apps, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iTunes, all those places, uh, even more. Uh, make sure you uh, hit the subscribe button to get the notifications when we post new episodes so uh, we've had a few this week. Uh, previous episode, if you haven't checked it out, was with Tyler Stewart of the Bare Naked Ladies who uh, came in and uh, we talked uh, some uh, Bret Hart and Trish Stratus, uh, of course, and Bare Naked Ladies as well. Appreciate him coming on the show. Uh, you can find us on social media, ESPR99 on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a follow, a like. Uh, that would be awesome as well. E- email us, ESPR at FM99.com. So we got seven matches for Night of the Champions, uh, the first time we've had this event since 2015. That's how long it's been. Uh, 2015, that was uh, the, uh, I shouldn't say disastrous, but that that's uh, Seth Rollins. Uh, he wrestled two matches that night. He had the John Cena match where he lost to Cena for the United States Championship, and then he defeated Sting to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. And that was it. That was the last time we saw Sting wrestle. Holy cow. That was in September of, of 2015. It's been that long. Oh, what could have been with Sting? Just wasn't the case. So uh, we'll talk about Seth Rollins because I'm assuming that's going to be the, well, if not the main event, the the second to main event on the card. Uh, we'll go through it. We got uh, three lady matches on the show, uh, which uh, for a Saudi Arabia show, I, I, I think this might be the most they've had. Uh, you have uh, Becky Lynch taking on Trish Stratus in the match I thought we were going to get at SummerSlam, but you're doing it here. And, and I got a feeling this is going to be more of an angle than a match. So I, I think, like, Becky wins, but it's not like a pinfall win. I think this is going to be uh, an indecisive kind of win here where uh, Trish will, you know, be the heel in this situation. Uh, but we'll see what we get. I mean, we will get a match. I'm not saying, they're, you know, they're not going to fly all this way and, and throw the match away. But I, but I don't think it ends clean here. And I think uh, Becky goes over, but by DQ in this situation. Uh, you got the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match, Rhea Ripley uh, defending against Natalia. And uh, I, I don't see a title change happening here. Um, I'd like to see Natalia be competitive for a little bit, but uh, Rhea Ripley is the unstoppable force right now. And she's probably going to retain there. You got the, uh, Wal- uh, the Raw Women's Championship being defended, Bianca Belair. Taking on Asuka, who turned heel, and, you know, she's going to go all of this work to turn heel. Uh, you know, I mean, I mean, she's got to win, right? I mean, Bianca's had this title for a very long time. Uh, you know, the feuds have, have not always been great. Uh, the match has been fantastic, but there's never this emotional thing going on. I mean, it was when she was chasing Becky Lynch all that time, and her and Becky had a great match at Mania, then at SummerSlam. So I, I see Asuka winning it here. Ending Bianca's record-breaking reign in the longest uh, reign in the modern era in that match. Uh, that, that's the one title change I see. Uh, the title change I don't see changing hands. We go to the Intercontinental Championship match. 
There's Guther uh, defending against Mustafa Ali, who, uh, you know, been on the roll as of late. But let's be honest. I mean, does he have a chance against Guther here? I mean, look, the only guys are going to lose in Imperium is the tag team that's not involving Guther. Uh, that is that. Uh, you know, I, I, it'll be interesting to see in this match how much over these guys are in this match. Will, will Ali be over? Will Gunther be over? Because, uh, you know, he's a heel, but, uh, but you know, people like this guy. I mean, it, it is insane. And the dude's had some great matches, too. I mean, thank goodness, you know, Triple H is, has been in control here because, uh, oh, my gosh, uh, you know, Vince was doing this. He'd be back in NXT, but... Uh, uh, you know, I, I don't see any reason for Gunther to lose here. By the way, he's been uh, Intercontinental Champion now for over 350 days. And, uh, you know, there's been three wrestlers who have held the Intercontinental Championship for more than a year. Uh, of course, Honky Talk Man's got the uh, long reign, 454 days, which is uh, remarkable because, uh, to me, yes, he was the heel. People hated him. Uh, his matches weren't really great. I mean, if you could... If you are listening and you can name me a great honky talk man match, uh, I, I would love to see that. Uh, you know, I thought his match against like Dusty Rhodes at SummerSlam '89 was fine. Don't say SummerSlam '88; that doesn't count. Uh, but like his match against uh, Beefcake at WrestleMania Four was was terrible, and uh, you know, WrestleMania Three match against Jake the Snake was pretty short. Uh, even the Steamboat match was a pretty short Intercontinental title match, and that was, you know, more Steamboat than Honky. But um, I don't know. You know, I, I know people like him. Uh, of course, and he had, you know, the whole thing with the, uh, you know, not giving up the title. Of course, and he got squashed by Warrior. Um, but, like, I just never felt like there was, like, you know, these these matches with Honky Talk, man. Um, you know, there's something out there. Maybe there was something on Saturday night's main event. But one of those things. Uh, of course, so see, but he has the longest reign, of course, 454 days. The the guy who held a, a title for a long time, second on the list, Pedro Morales. He had the title for 424 days or 425, depending on what source you want to believe. But he had the second longest reign. And then Randy Savage, his reign was 414 days. Those are the three guys who held the Intercontinental Championship for more than a year. Make it four because Don Morocco, he had two different reigns. The second reign that he had lasted over 380 days. So there you go. Morales, Morocco, Savage, Honky Talk Man. That's it. You know, then over time that thing became a hot potato and stuff. I mean, The Rock had it at one time for like 264 days. Um you know, in the nineties. And then after that, like, you know, people, nobody held it for a hundred days again for a very long time. Not until uh, Randy Orton had it in 2003. Uh, Sheldon Benjamin had it for 244 days. That, that's a forgotten rain back in uh, 2004. But uh, yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of guys did not hold it for, for this time. And here we are, you know, Gunther coming up on a year. And I, and I got a feeling, too, which, uh, you know, I, I think he's going to bring Honky's record. Like, I, I think, like, Triple H is, like, you know, almost like putting his hands on things where he's, like, he's giving these guys these record-breaking reigns. I, I think they almost, like, clear the record books. I mean, the Usos obviously, you know, destroyed the New Day's record. Of course, the New Day was, you know, just breaking Demolition's record for, for reasons. Um, you know, the Usos destroyed that reign. Obviously, uh, you know, world title wise or undisputed title or whatever you want to call it. Of course, Roman Reigns coming up, you know, on a thousand days here. 
And that that's going to continue. I mean, it's not going to get like Bruno's mark, but uh, you know, he'll be up there with uh, you know Bob Backlund's numbers, and you know, I think like Hogan's first reign. You know, that's impressive as much as you want to complain about him. But there you go. But anyways, as soon as we got sidetracked, uh, Gunther retaining the Intercontinental Championship. Unless they do something completely crazy. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, you have the undisputed uh, WWE Tag Team Championship match. You got to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're your champions. And they're taking on the bloodline. No, not the Usos. No, no, no. They are taking on Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. Yeah, so your undisputed champion. Trying to get himself some tag team championships. Um, I don't. I don't see. You know, it'd be interesting to see if the Usos come out to this match and if they help out or it backfires or whatever else. I can see the backfiring happening because uh, then you know Roman would have enough. Maybe maybe fires him from the bloodline. I don't know. They're going to drag this thing out as much as they can because they, they, at some point we got to figure out an opponent for for Roman Reigns at, at uh, SummerSlam. You know, because, I mean, else it's going to be Cody, but I see, you know, maybe Cody's next year at Mania or it's at Gunther. There's been some reports going on, but we're, we try to be spoiler-free on this podcast. Uh, or maybe they win. Maybe they win the titles, and they maybe the Usos challenge them. It could be that, you know, because we're, we're still at some point away from Jay or Jimmy Uso, you know, taking down Roman Reigns for the title. And how emotional is that going to be? At least the bloodline thing's still going on. You know, there's there's some times where it's some signs of like, well, maybe they need to move this, and then and then everything kind of seems all right. So we will see how that plays out. Uh, then you got, uh, but anyways, I I do see uh, Owens and Sami Zayn retaining this more to the irk of of Roman Reigns and and giving him the rub of finally beating Roman one way or the other. So maybe it's Solo taking the loss here, but man, Solo, you know, you had the accidental bump from Roman Reigns last week. Obviously, they're they're planting a lot of seeds, and Roman, you know, just being this whole panicky guy. It's it's you know still a great storyline. It's been one of the best storylines in wrestling history, and definitely over time here, uh, it, it's it's been great. Uh, then you got we're going to go to championship match last, so we're going to go with uh, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. We'll see how they do this year, uh, you know, because Brock apparently broke Cody's arm on Monday and Raw. And, uh, you know, is Cody going to fight here? What's going to go on? You know, they got the story. Is Brock just going to destroy him? Uh, Brock needs to get a win back here. I know they've been protecting Cody in every way. And this is almost like, well, Cody's got the broken arm, everything else. Uh, He's not going to give up. But Brock's going to put him in the move. And then Cody's going to pass out. Because we got to protect Cody here. But Brock, yeah, I usually don't say Brock needs a win. But uh, Brock kind of needs a win here. Uh, You know, and and Cody will get that, that sympathy you know, uh, losing that way. Remember when uh, Brock beat Triple H and, and, he, and the Triple H tapped out and, and then they all set it up like, oh, Triple H is going to get all this, uh, you know, heart warmness uh, from the uh, from the crowd and everything. And everybody's going to feel great. And <laughs> he got booed. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Brock should win this match, but it's not like Cody's not going down without a fight. And in the main event, although I'm probably wrong because I'll probably be Brock and Cody. Uh, the main event of the evening, or the two main events, because we got two main events in this. It's for the World Heavyweight Championship, the tournament final for the inaugural title, as uh, Seth freaking Rollins taking on AJ Styles. And I thought AJ was a kind of an odd choice at first, uh, but the, you know, then he beat Bobby Lashley clean on SmackDown. I was like, holy cow! Like, like, how does that happen? Well, 
It happens because I got a feeling that he's going to beat Seth Rollins in this match. Uh, you know, I'm trying to avoid spoilers with this, but, but a lot of signs are pointing to AJ Styles winning this match and then going to Raw. And does that mean that he's going to take the OC with them? Because they, they kind of need him. Yeah, they all, they all kind of need to be together because it kind of works out so well. But, uh, yeah, I see AJ Styles winning. I see this being a match of the night. Uh, this should be a tremendous match. Looking forward to this. And AJ Styles winning the title over uh, Seth freaking Rollins. And one thing I'm interested in, too, because one of the things that they had in the promo, and I don't know if they're going to do this, but, you know, because you always got to listen to what they say. Ah, oh, this would be, you know, defended anywhere at any time kind of thing. Um, you know, they get, okay, well, obviously it's, you know, in Saudi Arabia, so it's going to be defended there. But does that mean, like, AJ's going to take that title elsewhere? You know, is he going to fight in Japan and defend the title? That would be kind of like a big thing. You know, I haven't seen any signs towards that, but, uh, you know, I, or is he just going to stick in WWE? Because that, that would be kind of like a big thing if they went somewhere and he defended the title. But I see AJ winning that match. I see that being match of the night. They should tear down the house. So I'm looking forward to that match. Uh, Bianca, Asuka, I, I think would be good. Uh, the uh, the tag team championship match. You know, I'm a Becky Lynch fan. We'll, we'll see how this goes with Trish, but I, I, I still got a feeling more angle than match when that is done. So that is your preview for Night of Champions. Wow, I can't believe it's been like eight years since we had a uh, Night of Champions event. This one coming from Saudi Arabia. So if you're listening to this, early start Saturday. You know, I'm just, you can watch it Saturday night. That's fine. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if you're East Coast, you know, 2 o'clock, you know, earlier than that on the West Coast, you get your wrestling done early for the day. How cool is that? Uh, we'll do a review show. We'll uh, try to get one uh, done later uh, on Saturday after the event. And again, thanks for checking us out. We're Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat a wrestling podcast and more. And you can find us at FM99.com, 1069Fox.com, under the media tab, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, all these places that have podcasts, we're on them. And you can find us there. Make sure you follow. Make sure you subscribe. Get the notifications when we post new episodes. And uh, we would appreciate that. ESPR99 on Facebook and Twitter. And you can always email us, ESPR at FM99.com. Thanks for checking us out. Enjoy the premium live event. Aha, unless you're... Not in the States, and then you can join on the WWE Network. But as always, make sure you eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Have a great day, everybody.